Welcome again to our podcast inside SAP S4 HANA. There is no customer success without product success and project success. And today again, it's my pleasure to have uh, Jocelyn Dart with me with a third episode on a series that we call the Fury Adoption Strategies. And as we promised in the previous one, that was focusing really on success and failure of the project. Now we're going to talk about Fury now when SAP S4 HANA is later. Because we see that Start With Fury is probably a great next step for any customers who are on the way to the digital transformations. So Jocelyn, again, welcome back. What have we been Hi, talking yeah. about the last couple of podcasts? Can you yeah. do a quick summary, quick recap for the people who didn't have time yet to listen to the two previous episodes? Sure. Um, so in the in the first podcast, we talk about some of the different strategies that customers are using um, to adopt Fiori. And that's everything from doing a, a very minimal approach. Um, one of my favorites there is the business client with the launchpad connection because it's sort of a, a best of the, the new and the old world at the same time. So it's a nice little first step into things. Um, and then, of course, you get people doing sort of showcase roles, showcase processes where they're really doing very deliberate targeted business value through to those who maybe on a bigger digital transformation or on a, a greenfield project and really just trying to adopt as much as Fiori as they can. And in the second podcast, we were sort of talking about what are some of the mindsets, um, the attitudes and the things you really need to do to make sure that's a success or failure. Um, well, hopefully make sure it's a success, of course. Uh, and that really comes down to having a clear UX strategy, um, having a plan in place, making sure you've covered some of the things that need to happen, and also that you really put some effort into thinking about what it's like to be someone who is actually going to sit down and use this, uh, particularly on day one of your go live. It has to be a good experience for them. When you think about um, uh, consumers today, uh, in their home lives, everybody's used to, you know, you get an app. If you don't like it, 10 minutes later, you throw it away. Well, in the business world, you don't get to do that. You have to stick with it. So you want that to be a positive experience. You want people to walk in and say, oh, that's actually a lot easier than the old days or that was pretty simple. Um, and that encourages next steps into bringing more value out of your S4HANA solution. I was wondering, have you seen many customers do Fury before they go to S4HANA? Your, your focus as part of the rig, of course, is S4HANA customers. Uh, but there are quite some customers that are not there yet. They're planning to, but not there yet. So is it a strategy to start there with Fiori? Oh, oh yes. I mean, uh, I've actually seen a lot of customers, uh, uh, particularly Australian customers. Uh, a lot of them were very keen to get into Fiori, even in quite the early days, you know, and we're talking 2013, 2014, um, when we had didn't even have S4HANA yet. And they were really just trying to um, get that new user experience, get something simpler in front of people. I actually used to run a uh, public sector user experience working group with some of our public sector um, agencies here, and they were doing a lot of really interesting work. And it was good because they could um, pick some fairly simple things to start with 
Uh, and the difference in the attitude of users to not just the system they were using, but to the teams that were bringing to them was was palpable. Um, I mean, <laughs> some of them are really quite straightforward, you know, things like my profile, can I, so I can see sort of the personal data you have on me. I can change things like my bank details. Um, I can check um, what position I'm assigned to. Um, uh, I can put in leave requests because in the public sector, they do a lot of leave requests, um, timesheets, that sort of thing. And, of course, everybody's favourite, my payslip. You only have to display my payslip, but my payslip, being able to see that, very, very popular app, always a winner. <laughs> um, we've also seen some customers go the next step further and really start to make uh, a very nice uh, portal for their users effectively using their Fiori Launchpad. So uh, one of the, the customers I'm shepherding right now um, who's uh, hydroelectric, um, they've actually been quite vocal. They've presented at quite a few uh, conferences and showed the sorts of things that they were doing. They've even done their own podcast. Uh, and they've had some nice strategies and really thought about how they're using it and the design and how they bring it to people. Um, so, it, yeah, moving to Fiori first can be a really good strategy. It gets people's head around the, the major ideas. And then when you're trying to bring them more content with the scale of S4HANA, you've already got them over the basics. So do you see many customers doing Fiori first? Um, yeah, it, it really, if they were, uh, the customers who have already done Fiori, for them, of course, it was Fiori first. The customers who are going right now, for them, it's a choice. Um, so some of them will say, okay, we'll do Fiori with S4HANA because it's a way to show the new value of S4HANA. So that's the point at which we want to make the, the big song and dance and the big change. For others, it's like, um, okay, well, we've got a lot of different projects and maybe we're trying to bring some cloud solutions and other things into the mix as well. So we might start with some Fiori apps or some apps that are definitely relevant to a certain role, particularly if it's something that um, is not part of S400 yet. And we'll, again, have our learnings, we'll have our experience with the users, we'll have got them over the basics, and then we'll go to S4HANA. So there's a, one of our customers here, one of our uh, oil and gas customers, they've done that. They've done sort of a, a, a tailored retail solution for people who work at the service stations. Um, and that's their first step in there. But it's been done with a view to, and later on, we're going to bring S4HANA into the mix, and that will be part of everything we do. So every decision that you make is, yes, we're doing Fiori first, but it's with S4HANA as the end goal in mind. It must then get tricky to choose what you want to build through, right? You mentioned in the previous episode how many hundreds of apps you get with S4 with so much content. So wouldn't you end up with a lot of rework? You know, you start Fiori first and build something that you may just get out of the box, you know, in 12 or 18 months later. Is that worth okay. the investment? <laughs> yeah, well, that's where when you're making those decisions about doing Fury first, you always need to be doing your due diligence about where are we headed. So you always have to keep the end in mind. So one of the first things you're doing is thinking about, okay, uh, my architecture, what can I use now? How is that going to transition to um, S4HANA? 
So a lot of people who are doing Fiori first, they're doing it against Business Suite and they will probably do what we call hub mode. Uh, but they might be looking at, look, when I go to S4HANA, I will transition that to embedded. I'll move my apps across. Um, the users aren't going to know. Uh, but um, I've already got that plan in place before I got there. Um, uh, the second thing, of course, is you do need to look at uh, what apps am I going to build versus what apps am I going to get out of the box. Uh, and this does get interesting because ideally, if it's an app that you're going to get out of the box when you go to S4HANA, you don't want to build that app, right? You want to say, okay, well, we'll get that one later. Uh, but there's always some apps that are specific to a customer or a particular customer situation. Maybe that's the right starting point. Usually you find that's around a, a very industry-specific uh, process and um, that's that's where things like those service station apps are useful because, you know, you're tailoring it to that group. There's not going to be any overlap with S4HANA, so I'm safe to move on those and I'll pick up some more uh, bread and butter apps when I go to S4HANA as some of my next steps. Okay, but I feel there's a kind of dilemma here, right? Because on the one hand, you really need to simplify the classic Wii screen, right? And ensure there's a higher adoption with Fiori techniques. Uh, on the other hand, everyone knows custom build is expensive. And then this would be a throwaway, just if you get it out of the box, I said, eight, 18 months or a couple couple quarters later from, from the S4 application itself. How do you manage that then? Yeah, so that's where you don't want to build the throwaways. You want to build the things that you're going to take across to S4HANA. And you're going to build them in a way that will migrate easily to S4HANA. So that's that's perfectly possible. Um, you know, the the rules around the best practice rules around Fiori development and the way we write the apps on the front end, those are very well known. Now, when you go to S4HANA, you may find you need to make some changes on the back end, but uh, Hopefully, if you've prepared for it, if you know where that's going in S4HANA, that should be less rework and not a, a big change at all. Um, uh, I mean, particularly if you're doing a conversion, any custom tables or any custom CDS views, for instance, you're creating, they're going to come across as well. So it doesn't have to be reworked, but you do need to do your due diligence and try and make sure you're not uh, doing that overlap too much. Or at least if you are, you're doing it intentionally so you're doing it because we really 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 need that now and we know we're going to replace it later but it's still worth doing now now um one of the things with that is not necessarily choose the most expensive option for those custom scenarios because you can build a full fury app from scratch that's certainly possible but sometimes if there's an existing classic user interface, a GUI transaction, a WebDIM Pro app, app um, a web client user interface or something like that, that is sort of does most of what you do now, you can maybe say, okay, well, maybe I should look at screen personas or something like that as a lesser option to clean that up enough to keep me going until I get to S4HANA. So normally we end up with some sort of governance framework around, you know, if you want to do this, okay, um, go that way. If you want to do this, uh, something else, go the other way and make those choices between where's the tipping point between building an app or um, doing something like uh, screen personas or, or some other 
lesser um, option. Uh, the other thing that helps in that journey is really trying to maximise use of the quick development options. Um, so that would be things like Fury Elements. Um, Fury Elements has been a real boon. Uh, they're very heavily used in S4HANA, so you know that's going to migrate to S4HANA. Um, and it's really nice because even without rewriting anything, when you move up, uh, when you upgrade your uh, Fiori version, your SAP UI 5 version, you get those improvements automatically. So that's one area where using Fiori Elements floor plans for common use cases, you can really cut the development effort down and still be very safe on that journey to S4HANA. Well, wow, that's been really an interesting series with with a lot of content. So the question now is, of course, where do people find out more? You know, you've mentioned different strategies, and I guess there are a few assets. Do you have community, or where can you follow up? Um, yeah, okay. So uh, there's a few things happening. Um, I actually did an SAP community call on Fiori adoption strategies on December 19. Uh, so if you have a look at the SAP community call page, uh, you'll find that one there if you want to find out more about some of the options and some of the pros and cons. Um, I'm actually going to be in Melbourne on March the 17th this year presenting at Mastering SAP Technologies Conference, and I'll be talking on this topic. So if you're lucky enough to be in Melbourne, come and say hi. And, uh, of course, we have our SAP S4HANA Wiki. Uh, this is the public wiki where we, as the S4HANA rig, put all our blogs and tips and the links to the, to the latest official guides and the best information on best practices and, you know, um, explaining how the common things work and uh, how how uh, working through common misconceptions uh, and, of course, extension options, which is always very interesting to people. So there's a lot in there. Uh, but if you're new to all of this and you really want to just get a big, good grounding in all the basics, then for my money, the best place to start is our Open SAP courses. We just ran two courses last year that you can go and do self-paced. Uh, one was called Key Technical Topics in a, S in a System Conversion to SAP S4HANA, and the other was called Key Functional Topics in a System Conversion to SAP S4HANA. Um, those both have some good input on the whole UX journey. Um, and very worthwhile to get your head around the basics of not just user experience, but S4HANA in general. A lot of content, as expected, and we'll, of course, share all the links in the description of the podcast. Well, Jocelyn, that's been a ride with three episodes focusing really on Fiori, Fiori as an adoption strategies on the way to S4, but not only. We've talked about success uh, of, of your um, respective customers. Thanks a ton. Merci beaucoup. It's been a pleasure for me to host you on those three podcasts. Thanks for sharing your personal implementation experience. For our subscribers, if you like this episode, of course, please share it as usual. If you'd like us to cover any other topics related to what we've shared in those three podcasts with Jocelyn, but not only, again, drop us an email via insides4 at acp.com. Stay tuned for the, the next episode and, of course, be inside ACPS for HANA. Goodbye. Bye, folks. Thank you.